Some are born great. Some achieve greatness and some have greatness thrust upon them because of who their parents are. Look, that's not exactly what Shakespeare wrote in The Twelfth Night, but it kind of works for this podcast. Nepo Baby, the podcast where we dive deep into the lives of the world's most famous and privileged kids. We get into the nitty-gritty details nobody asks for, but everybody secretly wants to hear. Jesse, today we are talking about Timothy Chalamet. Is not like you get that, access right? that other people don't have. Welcome to Nepo Baby. We are unveiling the real stories behind nepotism's next generation. My name is Monica Reid. I'm a creative producer with a background in performing arts and a morbid fascination with all things pop culture. I'm Jessie Miles. I work in media advertising. I have creative arts background and yeah, grew up reading Vanity Fair as soon as I could read. Amazing. I am no Nepo baby, Jessie, if you didn't already know, but I have been in and around arts and media circles for most of my career and I'm constantly surprised by the doors a last name can open. I've always wondered in any industry, not even just the performing arts, when it comes to success, is it a lack of talent or just a lack of connections? Mm. What about you, Jesse? Are you a Nepo baby? I'm not, but growing up around Canberra, everybody had the mobile number of a very specific driving instructor if you wanted to get your license. <laughs> wow. Call that nepotism, I don't know, but everybody <laughs> knew a guy. That's pretty amazing. I mean, connections can get you places. Yeah. Certainly get you on your P's quicker. Um <laughs> Look, we're going to talk about Timothy today. He was born on the 27th of December, 1995. Nice. So he's an adult now, yeah, you ask me. Yeah, he's a grown man. I always think of him as a child still. Because he looks like one. He does have baby face, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, we will be discussing the parents, his early life, his big break and his career. Ooh. And a little treat for you. We're going to talk about how he's keeping up with the Kardashians in more ways than one, Jesse. Oh, delicious. <laughs> Did that clickbait you enough? Keeping up. Yeah. <laughs> Timothy. <laughs> Timothy. That's brilliant. Okay. So like all good therapy sessions, we're going to go back to the very beginning and we're going to talk about the parents. So the parents, Jesse. Timmy isn't our regular Nepo baby, I have to admit. What do you mean? He is actually more Nepo adjacent. Okay. I know. Stunning. Like me with the car Basically. It's pretty much a modern day Jesse Miles. Okay. (laughs) The car driver. (laughs) Okay. So let's get started, Jesse. Who are Timmy's parents and what do they actually do? So Timmy's parents, um, his father is Mark. He's a French-American journalist. He was the New York correspondent for Le Parisien. Wow. Um, Thank you. Merci. (laughs) And and now works for United Nations as an editor. Okay. So it's never, but like pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then we have Nicole. Um, She was a teacher, professional dancer and actress Mm -hmm. um, known, according to IMDb, for In the Heat of Passion. And that's a movie that came out in 92. And Birdwatcher, which is a short film set in Central Park, and she now works in real estate. God, she's busy. She's very busy. Yeah. I mean, definitely, like, kind of famous. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's a dancer on um, Broadway. I mean, she was a dancer on Broadway. Right. So, like, okay. 
not not famous. Yeah, she's done some stuff. Yeah. In the biz, in the industry. And plus I feel like in real estate you're making bank. So like yeah. in my mind, yep. Nepo baby slash like, you know, uh, in the in the biz industry baby. And also if dad's at UN, you are you are the bank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's money not to be sniffed <laughs> Must at. Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I did want to talk actually about his aunt and uncle. They are, in fact, in the biz, Jesse. He is the nephew of Amy Lippman and Rodman Flender. Hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Rodman Flender directed the movies Leprechaun 2, Idle Hands, in addition to uh, episodes on hit series like Dawson's Creek, Gilmore Girls, and The O.C., Oh, wow. Yeah, We're on a theme here. So kind of a big deal. Wonder if there's any correlation between the OC and Leprechaun 2. <laughs> Tune in next time. Mm, we'll have to dig deeper. <laughs> um, his, his uncle has also worked with Conan O'Brien and released a documentary oh, called wow. Conan O'Brien Can't Stop. Oh, on oh right, right yeah right, yeah. You. So I feel like when you're in that industry and you're friends with these people, yeah. some doors are cracked open, aren't they? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know my uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Come on the show. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. You know my uncle. He'll give you a license. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <thing>. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, modern day Jesse Ma. <laughs> um, Amy Lipman is the co-director of the '90s series Party of Five. I actually hadn't heard of this, but apparently it's a reboot. Okay. Yeah, I, I believe you. I looked it up. Yeah. Look, I did my did my research. Jennifer Love Hewitt. I think it was one of okay. her first roles. Oh, right. Like baby Jennifer Love Hewitt. Pre-Garfield and era. Pre-Garfield. I was going to say Ghost Whisperer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably the <some> more. <laughs> Probably the more recognisable one. Garfield was cute, though. Very she was telling. A, at least she was a kid in that. Yes. Ghost Whisperer is – I was kind of scared, scared of that as a kid, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. Um, she's also written on shows like L.A. Law – in Treatment and Masters of Sex. I hadn't heard of those, but I wow. assume they're American. This actually makes me feel great, Mon, because it makes me feel like I haven't spent my life watching TV. <laughs> so yeah. the fact that I don't know some of them, it's a plus. Look, I, I definitely knew Rodman's a little more than I knew yeah. Amy's. But, but still that's okay. Credits. Yeah. Credit where credit's due. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, Timothy's maternal grandfather was also a writer and a screenwriter, which I think is, you know, we, we do need to mention that. Okay. Uh, his name was Harold Flender and his um, he worked alongside Woody Allen. Right. Yeah. So I, I feel we're cracking that door open now. Yeah. yeah. That's that you've just you've just hit on a really big name. Yeah. A problematic name, but a big name. Yes, a bit of a pro- and we will get into that later, Jesse. Oh, um but when Alan actually later cast Timothy in his movie, he didn't know the connection. Oh, apparently. Okay. Apparently. I don't know. I think it's smoky. Hmm. But um that's okay. Yeah, I'm Alan doesn't remember a lot of things, Mon, so he's getting <laughs> on a bit. on the list, yeah. <laughs> um, but I do want to know, Jesse, what did Timothy actually credit his parents with? I've got this really cute quote here from Timmy. It says, I think the most precious thing I get from my parents, and I try to give it back to them as much as I can, is their love and support. Oh, I hope that doesn't sound cheesy, but it's true. In your late teens, early 20s, you suddenly realize that your parents are human. That doesn't mean I don't get really great advice from them because I do, but you reach a certain age and you take control of your own life. Wow. That's really nice. Yeah. Very mature of him as well. Yeah, really, really sweet. And yeah. it's true, you do hit 
a certain point, I think, in your 20s where you're like, oh, wow, my parents, like, have likes and dislikes and have, like, you know, made mistakes. And they have faults and they're allowed to. Yeah, totally. It's their first time living this life too. Yeah, everyone's learning. That's really sweet. Well, it's all sounding very wholesome so far, Jesse, but did something in his early life perhaps change our minds on the Nepio baby status? Ooh, give it to me. (laughs) Stay tuned for the (laughs) early life phase. Jesse, we're discussing the early life of Timothée. Let's go. Which is the French pronunciation, I'll have Ooh, you know. Timothée. Yeah. Timothée. Uh, he attended LaGuardia High School of Music and Art and Performing Arts. Oh, did I do that? Music, Art and Performing Arts. No, I said that right. Yeah, I said you that got right. It. I was like, that's weird. Why art, did you say art, art twice? Art. So many <laughs> arts. There's so many arts. Um, very competitive program it sounds yeah competitive. very competitive yeah um he apparently attended the same time as ansel elgort remember old oh, mate from last week <laughs> for those playing at home that listened to the last episode yes yeah baby driver oh, baby driver yeah. indeed and i was like oh my god so it must be like a very famous kid high school here I we think. go i yeah. mean it's new york city of course of yeah. course um god that would have been a distracting class yeah ansel and timotet he says he auditioned for school plays and didn't get lead roles because Ansel did. So he was relegated to talent shows, which is possibly, Jesse, why we got this very charming rap. Look at me. Thoughts on statistics. I hope everybody gets to have a listen and a look at that because that was a freaking treat. I don't know if you ever made videos in high school that you hope never see the light of day but I certainly did and I'm like that gives me flashbacks for things that I've made and I'm like wow yeah oh (laughs) uh, I was just about to say on I can't even comment on that video because there's stuff floating around of me and Sinead my friend on YouTube oh god that's just it's out there you put it on YouTube yeah of course we were gonna be famous we are we're famous (laughs) famous now yeah (laughs) yeah no I had one in particular that was like me wearing like a like a crop thing over the top of a singlet and had like this terrible wig on And I think I made it for like a health class or something. And I was like, why did I think this was like A, good or B, funny? Like neither are true. <laughs> Do you know what though? It's 2023. You can just say it was of its time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it definitely wasn't like racist or anything. It was just like bad. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> what I mean. Like you think it's weird off filter? It's arty. It, it was it, of its it was time. Definitely you didn't art. get it. The girls that get it, get it, Mon. That's so true. Yeah. Um, anyway, bit of an interesting beginning for him. He, of course um, – did have a bit of a love life in high school as well, Jesse. Did he? At 17, and I thought this was great trivia okay. to take home. Uh, at 17, he, dado, he dated a fellow Nepo baby. I, I don't know if I'm going to get this pronunciation right. Is it Ansel? No. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God, I wish. No, it was Madonna's daughter. Oh, Lord? Lord Lords. Leonin? Yeah, Leonin? yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they were particularly serious. It was a high school romance. Yeah. But they both attended the high school. Right. And yeah, dated Lord. Imagine being a teenager and meeting your girlfriend's mum and it's Madonna. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be peeing your pants. (laughs) I don't know what I'd do. Would you just act cool? (laughs) You would be hung up. You'd be hung up. (laughs) Time goes by. (laughs) I would never sing again on this podcast. Wow. Um, Okay, so we've discussed the parents in the early life, but nothing is alarming me yet, Jesse. This next phase we are calling the big break. Ooh, here we go. Now, Timothy has spent his early life in commercials and plays, and of course he attended a performing arts high school, so he's no stranger to performing arts, obviously. Uh, He made his off-Broadway debut in 2011 in The Talls. Have you heard of this? The Talls. The Talls. I hadn't. But, I mean, 2011, it's pretty early on in his career. Um, from this, he did actually land a few television roles in Royal Pains and Homeland. Okay. Now we've all heard of Homeland. Yes. Did you watch Homeland? Uh, years ago. I'm very, yeah, very I, I feel like I don't I, remember him in it. No, neither. Yeah. I went back and I was like, he is in fact in it. Okay. <laughs> Good on him. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very childlike and a bit nondescript sure. to be fair. He yeah. does have that sort of face, I think, that can sort of fade in. Or be very distinct. Yeah, okay. As a kid, though, fading, fading, fading into yeah, the background. Blendy. A bit blendy blend. Yeah. A bit beige. Um, no offence to Mate <laughs> if <laughs> you're <laughs> listening. To <laughs> <laughs> um, In 2013, he was cast in Interstellar as the younger version of Casey Affleck's character. Do you remember this? Wow. Yeah. I, I have seen this, but obviously I was, was not thinking that it was – Timothée Chalamet. No, I was just like, yeah, it's Interstellar. Yeah, wow, it's a long film too, so it's you can a be forgiven. Long film, right? Mm. Okay, so yes, he was, um, uh, yeah, Casey Affleck's younger version in yep. that film, and around this time, Jesse, who also decided he would enroll in college. Okay, maybe you've got some info on that for me. Uh, yeah, he enrolled first at Columbia University, majoring in cultural anthropology. Um, but he found it hard to assimilate after filming Interstellar and then he transferred to New York University's Galatin School like that. of yeah. Individualized Study. To I pers- feel like that's like homeschooling. Yeah, I, I assume. Yeah. That sounds about right, yeah. Mm. Um, and that was to pursue his acting career without the commitment of, oh, yeah, you're right, without the traditional strict college schedule. Yeah, nice. I think it was nice. a bit more like fluid. Yeah. Yes. Cool. And then I've, it says here he eventually dropped out altogether to focus on his acting. And I'm sure after Interstellar, why wouldn't you? Exactly. Yeah. You're an Interstellar. Yeah. You don't need to worry. I mean, I even think after Homeland, you'd be like, well, I'm doing fine. I've got fine. it on lock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing fine. I mean, like a recurring role yeah. on television. And Homeland went for like many seasons. Yeah, Homeland was massive. It was, I mean, it wasn't big with me, but it was big. <laughs> <laughs> I was too young, I think. Um after this, he he landed some pretty major roles like The Adderall Diaries in 2015 and Miss Stevens in 2016. However, his next breakthrough role in which Timmy says he spent over a year auditioning for was a little-known role called Call Me By Your Name. Do you remember oh, this? I didn't actually see it. 
but haven't you seen it? No, <gasps> Jesse, you'd love it. But people said it makes them cry, and I, like I'm the biggest crier. I'm crying in like a good way though. It's okay. a very good film. Is it okay? I just you don't want to get my it. heart broken. Oh, you will. <laughs> you will. Yes, yeah, everyone's like you love it. It's awful, it's but sad. like you'll love it. You'll love it. Okay, but sure. I do remember that year he blew up because everyone couldn't stop talking about him. He was stunning in this film, yeah. truly stunning. And I mean, wow. Wow, just like uh, such power in such a young person at this stage. Oh, this was an adaption from a novel, a 2007 novel mm-hmm. about the author's first love, which oh, I thought was quite beautiful. beautiful. I, will yeah. have to I feel like I've seen a lot of it just by having the app Instagram. Like yes. there's been so many like little scenes and little like callbacks to it. So Definitely like it one watch. of those movies that you feel – like in it yes like it's like it's a summer it's like filmed over a summer in italy yeah that's right and you feel like you're there you feel like you can feel the heat you feel like you can feel that like tension of a summer like delish it's yeah it's filmed really beautifully as well so okay uh he does play a character named elio a teenager living in italy in the 1980s and he ends up falling for his father's intern who is played by arnie hammer now Timmy received an Academy Award nomination for this role and this is where his career really took off. Did he actually? Yeah. Huge. Massive. How old was he? Uh, 20? Maybe. Teenager. 2017. So, oh, don't make me do the maths. Young. We're going to go with. Definitely young. Definitely years old. 2017. So he would have been like, yeah, 20, 19, 20. Baby. But he looks younger in the film. He definitely looks younger. Yeah. Lucky him. Um. (laughs) So, yeah, Academy Award nomination, um, a succession of films quickly follow. The next section that Jesse is about to speak about may be triggering for some listeners, um, as it does mention sexual assault. So skip forward 30 seconds if that is of concern. Uh, yep, yeah, so we've got it here. Army Hammer may sound familiar. As well as appearing in that film, he was accused of rape by several women um, with um, several citing cannibalistic behaviours. So... Pretty messed up stuff. Yeah, awful. His next roles that flowed naturally from there, what were they? I feel like they were really well-known um, roles. I'm exhausted even reading this out. He mm. had a really busy 2017. So he had a list of successful films including Lady Bird, loved that, Hostiles and Hot Summer Nights as well. Wow. He's a busy, busy boy in one year as well. Yeah, Keeping huge. in mind a feature film can film like – you Six know, months, nine months. Literally, it yeah. could be a, f- a whole year, yeah. really, with one film. And it's so huge. the fact that he's done three in one year is quite impressive yeah. in managing those schedules. And he did such a great job. Yeah. He doesn't look stressed he in any of them. He doesn't look stressed in any of them. I love Lady Bird. Lady Bird was great. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Mm. Um, his next role was definitely a bit of a throwback to his Adderall Diaries uh, that he filmed in 2015. He starred in Beautiful Boy. Do you remember this film? It was I, opposite Steve Carell. Yes. I didn't watch it, but I remember it blowing up. I bawled my eyes out. See, this is this is why I can't – I just – I can't cry. It was too yeah. much. It, it was, was too, too much. much. Okay. 2018, I was like, mm, right. I'm not ready for this. It Like I saw the Steve Carell and I was like, I love Steve Carell. And I was like, oh, Timothy, Love Timothy. <laughs> um, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. But I. it's a beautiful film, but if you're emotionally ready for it, Give okay. it a watch. Okay. Yeah. We'll Just like drug addiction, similar to oh, the Adderall okay. Diaries, drug addiction. Right. 
hopelessness. Yeah. You know, just a really sad story. Fun and for feels, the whole family. Yeah. It feels very real. You know, okay. like I think a lot of people struggle with addiction. Um, this was actually based off a pair of memoirs. Uh, here's a short clip of what Timothée had to say about this role. This was on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert in 2018. You've, the new movie is, uh, is called Beautiful Boy. Yep. And it's based on a true story. What, what, what's the story? Well, this is, um, it's called Beautiful Boy. It's based on two memoirs. One's called Beautiful Boy, one's called Tweak. And it's the experience of a father and son, uh, David Sheff and Nick Sheff were their names, or are their names rather, and how they dealt with Nick's uh, methamphetamine addiction. And I know that's not the uh, lightest subject, but it's also I want to thank you for letting me come on here and talk about this because there's a lot of movies out right now. There's a lot of big commercial fanfare movies that maybe aren't um, whatever, like they maybe lift you up a bit more. And this is, uh, this is about something a lot of people are going through right now, a lot of people my age, tragically. So, um, uh, you know, you see a family where maybe it's not obvious that uh, addiction could fracture it. And that's ultimately, I think, the the learning grace of the movie, and I'm sure if people in here or at home have experienced this, they know this, that addiction doesn't have a face, it can affect anyone, and um, and it's easier to think, oh, that happens to something that I'm not a part of, or people that go through things I don't go through, but a lot of people are going through this right now, and the first step forward is to at least be able to, like, address it openly, so however infinitesimally this movie can help, or me being here, or whatever, then it's good to be here. (laughs) Jesse, I love him. I love him. (laughs) This is just like Maud, where we... (laughs) We just we like just fangirl over her. Hoodwinked. <laughs> um, yeah, look, he, um, whether media trained or not, um, mm. just spoke so well and so earnestly. Well, he doesn't feel, I mean, and that's the secret of it, isn't and that? He doesn't secret. feel rehearsed. It doesn't yeah. feel like he's trying to be something that he's not. He's like sitting there quite awkwardly. Yeah, maybe like, that's what they teach ooh. you at the art school for performing arts and Maybe arts. that's it. A very expensive um, acting school he went to arts from times a three. young age. Art, art, art. Art, art, art. High school. <laughs> um, but no, he honestly, like, I have to stop being cynical. He, do, he does sound really genuine and yeah. sweet. And he seems to care about these roles that yeah. he does bring such a gritty performance to as well. Like, they're nuanced performances about really heavy subject matter. Yeah. And he doesn't. Like I think a lot of actors can fall into the, the um, trap of like glazing over those things to get to like the the pain of it. Yeah. And I think he dives into those roles really well in that he plays those awful aspects of those like let's call it like addicts and things like that really intricately that you're actually like I feel sorry for you but I also hate you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's, it's the full human experience. Yeah. Mm. He does that really well and I'm like so impressed with his performances in these things. It's something very um humbling about actors that are able to do ugly things. Yeah. 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 And I think he's he's shown that so far in his career. Mm. Um he did star in A Rainy Day in New York, which was the latest Woody Allen film due for release in 2018. So he also had a busy 2018. Um, but Jesse, why did the film not go ahead? Um, I've got it here, Mon. A rainy day in New York was scheduled for release in 2018, as you said, but it was delayed after the Me Too movement and accusations against Woody Allen were brought to light. Um, so that year, Timothy Chalamet announced that he would donate his salary from the film to various charities that support women and victims of abuse. So noble. Yeah. I mean, I imagine it wouldn't have been a small paycheck. Either. No. I'm, but also, like, what else are you going to do? You know? Yeah. I, I reckon kind of agree. this is team to. being like, you, this is what you're going to do, and mm. that's what you're going to do. No choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Agree. Agree. 
Um, the movie did eventually open in Europe in 2019 and the United States the following year. Uh, in 2019, he also starred in Netflix's The King, Little Women, where he reunited with Greta Gerwig as the director. I love Little Women. I'm <laughs> only watching the Gerwig ones. <laughs> Feminism. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was actually cast in June, which is the revived sci-fi um, epic. Pretty amazing stuff. He In 2021, he joined the ensemble of Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't look up. So he's been super busy. He's busy. Yeah. Wow. Um, in 2022, he starred alongside newcomer Taylor Russell in Bones and All, um, which is a romance thriller. Oh. Have you seen this? No. I watched it. It was gross. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what's romance without a bit of thriller? It, it was like quite gory. Ooh. Yeah. I can do that over crying. Maybe I'll watch that. It's um kind of like zombie nice. vibes. Nice. Yeah, nice. Okay. Yeah. That sounds fun. Um, but romance which is an odd combination was it funny or is it serious no kind of not funny oh dramatic yeah arts 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 in 2023 the much anticipated wonka comes out which is starring timothy chamelet correct uh which is a musical adaption i didn't know this what is with them not advertising that things are musicals at the moment i think People don't want to go see musicals. Yeah. I think they're trying to catch a broader audience. Yeah. I'm referring, of course, to Mean Girls as well as Wonka when I say that. What's your take on that, Mon, just quickly? It's interesting. I just – I don't know why we're hiding the fact that it's a musical. He has been in five films that were Oscar-nominated for Best Picture. Ooh, crazy. Call Me By Your Name, of course, in 2017. Lady Bird in 2017. Little Women in 2019. Both goings. Yeah. (laughs) Go the girls. Um, And June in 2021, as well as Don't Look Up in 2021. That got nominated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. Mm. I didn't love it. No, I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit of a... It was funny, but that was a mish. It was funny full stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, Look, his career seems to go from strength to strength. I think he's, you know, far beyond his days of losing roles to old mate Elgot. (laughs) Yeah, who remembers Elgar Edelstrost? Literally, yeah. he's just seems to like pile on year by year, get better and better and more intricate and more sort of specific yeah. with the roles that he's doing and the characters that he's playing, which is really impressive. Agree. But Jesse, this next phase we are calling Keeping up with the Kardashians in more ways than one. Can he get more interesting than can, he already is? Can he with a K? <laughs> can he? Now, Jesse, before we get into the actual Kardashian we need to talk about... I need to discuss <laughs> Timothy's fashion on red carpets. Okay, I'm ready. I have some photos in front of you, Jesse. I have if them. You'd like to have a little sussy sus. Okay. He was the co-chair <laughs> at the 2021 Met Gala. And Whoa. he didn't Yeah. Wait, yeah. hold on, what does that mean? He's so president he like, of the Met? <laughs> yes, exactly. He's Anna Winter. <laughs> he is her. Um 
No. So he basically is like a host, I suppose. Oh, shit. So like they right. name certain celebrities as like co-chairs. Okay. So they're sort of honoured on the night, I believe. Wow. So I think it's like a glorified hosting role. Okay. I'm unsure as to whether they do anything for it or they're just like represented by a designer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. am Dior Chalamet. Literally. Yeah, and he you. was represented. I do have it here somewhere. Can I guess? You can. I'm going to say, let's do channel. He wasn't. He oh. wasn't. It was a little more niche than that. Cotton on body. <laughs> he was represented by a designer. Hader Ackerman. That's him. Right. He so designed Chalamet's first Met look in 2021. Ding, 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 Yay. ding, ding. <laughs> I was just going to say that. That was worth it. I was. Oh, he was on the tip of my tongue. I love it. Right. I love it. Okay. So he didn't attend actually in 2022. I was sad about this because I think he would have really killed the theme for that year, which was Gilded Glamour. God, you love your Met. I forget every I time. Love the Met. <laughs> Gilded Glamour. Just like, yeah. Oh. Timothy would have, yeah. Yes. He would have killed that. And you know that. why? Because he's French. Yeah. And that's a theme made Fashionable for man. the Frenchies. Yeah. yeah. Now that you've had a little suss through his looks over the years, what's your favorite, Jesse? Um, and I want a description, please. Okay. His fashion has definitely come a long way from his early days. I his actually – oh, does it have to be a Met one or can no, I choose? No, it can, it can be like anything. Okay, it's definitely the Little Women premiere one. He's got a gorilla's shirt on. He's got stripy pants on tucked into boots. He looks just like a little London um, – just a cool dude. Yeah, yeah, he does look cool in that. I feel like that's when he was like really coming into his own. He looks relaxed. Like yeah. sometimes like all the suits, like, yeah, of course they're gorgeous, but he looks like he's in an ad campaign being paid and wants to be in bed. Or this he's looks in like, like daddy's he, suit or something. Yeah, this looks, yeah, like he's like the the ring bearer yes. at a wedding. Yes. Whereas this looks like he wanted to come, he threw on his clothes that he mm. packed and he's here, you know? Yeah, I like the it. The real Timotet. Now we have looked through how his looks you know, have uh, evolved over the years, Jesse. Oh, yeah. You can see the the growing up and also the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The cash behind yeah. it. Yeah. But now I want to talk about his love life. Okay, go on. There are rumors, Jesse, that he is dating a Kardashian. Do you know which one? I am familiar for oh, all my faults. I am familiar with the, the K. That's so exciting. So it is Kylie Jenner. Which is so exciting to me. I don't know why. It's why it's are like, you? Yeah. Why is this? Is I'm it just so, so left of field? I think or? I just like thought she was into her rappers. Who would you? Who would you ideally like to see her with? I think this is great. The, you, this is. The I one actually for her. think okay. this is great. Okay. I mean, I hope it works out. I, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't. Okay. But I just I think this is a good move. For People her. love an underdog. I think if you're going from like Tiger and you know um, Travis Scott, sure. I don't know. I've just heard some bad things that those guys have done. Yep. And I don't want to. Wasn't go she in, also like a no tri- like a teenager when that yes. was happening? So, well, yes. yeah. And then and they're like yuck. significantly older than her. Oh no, well, which then, just no, feels I'm a bit out. wrong. Yeah, you know? I'm it just is. Like, oh. It is just because you look older. And I, I feel like that can be really tricky when you're in that world. Yes, Kylie, agree, agree. for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I out. think this is a really good move for her because he just seems grounded, yeah. wholesome, very emotionally mature. You have to be if you're an actor. You've got to be aware of some stuff. It's true. Um, a good actor, yeah. 
So, Jesse, I do want to go through a bit of a relationship timeline Hit me. I'm with ready. you. I went deep on this one, okay. so <laughs> I apologize in advance. So, there was whispers of a relationship since April, Jesse. Mm-hmm. However, their first public appearance was not until September. Right. I know. So, how, how would we know? Yeah. Uh, but Kylie split from her boyfriend, Travis Scott, in January. So, okay. we're going right back. We're going back to January is Travis Scott the one that she has a baby with? Yes. Great. Yes. I was testing you. Awesome. <laughs> so Timothy and Kylie meet at Fashion Week in Paris. And reportedly, it was the Jean-Paul Gaultier show. Mm-hmm. Thank you for two Demois for the intel on that one. Nice. <laughs> I went deep. Um, in April, Kylie's car was spotted at Timothy's house. And okay. according to sources, they're keeping things casual. Okay. Intriguing. In June, they're pictured together at Timothy's home in Beverly Hills. Right. So p- photos were published in the Daily Mail I from love two them. separate days. A trusty source. But I was like, two separate days. Yeah. But also, like, I didn't know you were allowed to photograph someone at someone's house. Yeah, who that knows? That wrong. Who knows? Anyway, thank Did you, Chris Jenner Daily send Mail. them in? <laughs> this will get them. Potentially, potentially. Yeah. Um, they were basically just walking side by side holding um, hot drinks. Okay. So I feel like comfy. significant. They're in their comfies, you know. Yeah. Nice. We're not going anywhere. We're hanging out at home. Love bubble. That feels like love bubble to me. Mm. Uh, in August, she's spotted at his house again after she's been shopping. Another separate day. Come on. <laughs> Another separate the third day. time. <laughs> I think it's curious. <laughs> Uh, in late August, I have a quote from a source. Okay. We love a source. Yes. Kylie and Timothy haven't been spending much time together recently because they both have very busy schedules, an insider says. Mm-hmm. But they're still communicating on a pretty regular basis and have remained friends despite the fact that they don't hang out often. Now, that is from Bizarre, so I'm not sure about the legitimacy of that, but I, I do like that it, we've just called an insider and a source. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's good. It's foggy. Just say Chris. Just, just say it was say Chris it. Jenner. Just say it. Just admit it. Now, things get real here. Okay. September I'm ready. 4th, they go public. Do you remember this? Uh, no. <gasps> oh, my God. It was at the Beyonce concert. Oh, sorry. Yes, and I remember those images all over my phone. 42nd birthday. So happy birthday, Beyonce. Oh, my God. Happy b- moment yeah. of silence. For Friend that. of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> Stop. Why did I get so excited about that? <laughs> oh, my God. I have a TikTok to show you. Okay, I'm ready. Jesse, yeah. we just saw Tematit <laughs> and Kylie at the uh, Beyonce concert. They were beautiful. <gasps> um, yeah, they were very sweet. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, they had a really nice energy. I just feel like it reminds me of like those really early days of a relationship and you're like, eee. Yeah, big smiles. Yeah. It was sweet. What a fun time as well, Beyonce concert and good tickets by the looks of things. What an incredible way to hard launch. (laughs) (laughs) So good. huge. All right, where was I in my timeline? (laughs) We're back, we're back. Okay, Um, on September 9th. They attend a New York Fashion Week dinner together, which I just showed you a little pic from that. And that was where, um, so Timothy Chalamet's, Chalamet, um, <laughs> his um, Met Gala 2021 outfit was that designer. And Augustine Bader is a like a skincare line. 
Yes, beauty so collab. Yep, they're yep. doing a collab together and it was a dinner to celebrate that and they went together. Cute, very sweet. Beauty mogul and the fashion king. Love it. Oh, <laughs> Are you going to do a spin-off pod? Just, oh, just my God. Them. I should just do a spin-off pod on the bloody Met. I'm in love. <laughs> yeah, you are. Love I didn't realise I was so obsessed with it until I started this podcast and I was like, you know who went to the Met car? <laughs> <laughs> a big part of their life. This one night Literally. in New York. Oh, I, I just love it. love it. It's like fashion's night. Um, back to my timeline. On the 10th of September, they attend the US Open together. Lovely. And I showed you a photo of that as well where yes. they kiss publicly. Oh, my God. It's all happening. It's really it's beautiful. It's all happening. Um, now, in an interview with GQ, Timothy speaks for the first time about his relationship with Kylie, but it is somewhat cryptic. So... He says he wants to keep his private life as private as possible. And Jesse, what did he actually say? Um, so this is um, Timotet talking about his private life. He says, you've got to have the experiences in your personal life that are usable to you. He says, the experiential rush of my career taking off was so new to me that those were the experiences that were feeding my work for a while. But you've got to have real experiences, human experiences. You have to fall in love. You've got to be bored. Oh, nice. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Yeah. Because if you're doing 50, 11 movies a year. Yeah. You have to have a real like an experience you have is yeah. 50, 11 movies. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. nice. Um, I love, I would love um, my new boyfriend to talk about me as, something to further his career <laughs> that's great <laughs> it's for the plot oh, Jesse. You started Jesse. yeah for the experience you know you've got to have life experience you got to be bored you got to, you got to fall in love <laughs> yeah i did fugazi fugazi when i grabbed that quote i didn't quite like um i didn't quite trigger with me that he said bored mm. and i'm like that's interesting i get what he's saying he's had a blessed life he yeah. has no he's even he's never been bored he's probably never had to wait in line he's never, never wanted had for a, anything you know, car breakdown never had to get a murray's bus you know like like lots of different things we do love the murray's bus we do we love do. the murray's bus <laughs> no i think us. that's that's sweet <laughs> no, sponsor us. We need a sponsor for the pod. Yeah. Um, now, I'm almost at the end of my timeline, Jesse. I swear. <laughs> On the 1st of November, Timothy supports Kylie at the Innovator Awards. Now, Kylie makes a speech at this dinner, so I feel like it's kind of a big deal that he is there supporting her. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that's nice. That's I good. feel like that's more serious yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. They've turned up as a unit. Yeah. Yes. I feel like that is a step in their relationship and not necessarily about the Innovator Awards. It's more about the fact that he's – come with her to support her and be like go you yes because you don't just do that with someone you're casually dating no you don't say come to this thing that i'm making a speech at and i'm potentially a bit nervous about no absolutely not and also for timothy experiences he can use that's so true yeah (laughs) allow yourself to be bored timothy yeah (laughs) (laughs) get ready to be bored dinners are boring um now last thing i want to say is that kylie does the same for timothy on the 11th of November, where she goes to SNL. Oh, because he was hosting, wasn't he? Was he hosting. Aww, and so she nice. goes to support him. Wow, she got the better deal. Yeah, way He's more going fun. to an innovative dinner. Boring. And she's going to SNL. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I will go. I think yeah, I will yeah, go. Yeah, I'll come. I'll yeah. come. Yeah, if you, if you want me there. Yeah. It, only if you want me. Oh, my God. Amazing. Okay, this is lovely. Pretty Love nice. to see some equity. Yeah, People I think it's nice. I mean, they also went to the after party together, which I think is kind of cool. Very cool. Very, Very cool. chic. Um, now, we have 
basically gone through everything now, Jesse. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the parents, the early life, the career, yeah. and how he's obviously kept up with the Kardashians. Yes. Um, now, what do we think? Timothy Chalamet, Nepo f- baby? Question mark. I feel like maybe this isn't um, the Maud effect, but mm. he just seems like a person that I could have a beer with. Yeah. And so for that reason, I'm not going to give him like I'm. I'm going to give him like a seven. Yeah, okay. Like, I don't think I don't think there's anything Nepo about him. That's really. interesting. Yeah. I feel like, look, I think doors were cracked open. Okay. Doors were oh, not. yeah. Doors yeah. were not swung. Yeah. It's not like the Brooklyn Beckham effect where doors no. were swung open and yeah. remained open until he was good and ready. Yes. He definitely had to, you know, pull a little art, harder. Art, art. Had to find a key for that lock kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to think of a really good way to say it but I feel like he did have to work pretty hard for this career and I think it's one thing to have someone um you know know a guy who knows a guy to get you in one movie but you don't do like four in a year yeah. just off being someone's but you know you actually have to have some chops on you yeah to, oh, to get to no that. doubt he does yeah and I know I don't think our podcast is ever about whether someone has the chops I think we have like great respect for people who are doing the thing yeah even the Hayley Beavers of the world we yeah. love her she's doing the work yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like he definitely has the acting chops. Definitely. And has from a young age. Yeah. Despite Ansel trying to get in his way. Yeah, rude. <laughs> How dare he? Um, I think I'm going to give him I – I still don't love him as much as Maud. I think Maud yeah. is just like a bloody fighter. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Maud fan. So I think I'm going to put him at a nine. Okay, nice. Yeah. I had Maud at a ten. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm going to put him at nine. Okay, yep. fun. Happy with that. Yeah, happy with that. But happy with him. Like, yeah. happy for him, proud of him. And like, God, he's literally dating the most famous woman in the world. <laughs> he had to get that experience, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> I feel like this would have been a different podcast if Mon did not have this Kylie Jenner information. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. The bias it's is important. so real. It's yeah, important. It is important. It's important context. What do you mean? <laughs> you have to be bored, Jesse. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Nepo Baby. This is, of course, episode four. We have another four episodes for you. So please check out our back catalogue if you haven't already. Or follow us on Instagram. The followers are dwindling. We need help. (laughs) Um, We are going to be posting the photos that we mentioned today on the Instagram, of course. So make sure you check those out. Tell us what you think. And if there's any Nepo Babies that we haven't covered yet and you want us to cover, Slide in the DMs. Yeah, let us know. I would love that. Signing off on the Nepo Baby.